Welcome to another episode. This is a recap episode. It's episode number 160, so I'm recapping episodes from 139 up through 158. Thanks to sponsors, loyal sponsors who've been with us through all of those. It's Top Spinning and Upper Deck, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Heritage Auctions, Hug in the Scott Auctions, as well as Mike Stadium Sports Cards and Burbank Sports Cards. Okay, uh, this is my recap. So I start 139. That episode was the vintage dinner conversation where we kind of started out talking about the definition of vintage. Obviously, the answer depends. We had some different, we had a different, uh, we had, a, uh, I think, 15, 16 guys in the room and all uh, pretty much uh, distinguished people in the industry. They had different opinions. Nobody was absolutely right or absolutely wrong, but uh, the answer is it depends. Uh, again, forgive the audio. The audio was poor. It was one big, very nice mic, but but uh, omnidirectional mic put in the middle of the table, and uh, I'll try to do something better next year, next time I do that. The the vintage dinner uh, conversation episodes were, were appreciated. Uh, continued on with that in episode 141 and 142, skipping over episode 140, which was another recap. The vintage dinner conversations, they, they really wouldn't even have worked if there hadn't been a uh, pretty respectful conversation. Uh, one, uh, pretty much one person talking at a time with uh, some interruptions, but then uh, back on track, uh, not too many talkovers. And uh, it seems that the consensus is from the feedback I've received that uh, you listeners like that. And uh, I had a great time. It was fun having dinner with a bunch of people that love the, the industry. Again, two dinners. One was vintage. And I broke those episodes up into chunks that were uh, more manageable. Uh, 142A uh, and 142B, the weekend episodes, the shorter episodes I did was uh, getting a local card shop perspective on Kobe with Mike Fruitman. Mike is always uh, an engaging guest. He could be a host or a guest. He's very conversational and very knowledgeable and had some some good stories. And we kind of batted around that melancholy aspect of of uh, Kobe and how do you how do you deal with that situation? Again, it's a free world, free enterprise, capitalism, uh, but there ought to be capitalism uh, with a with a conscience. 142B drew extremely well. I didn't realize how many how many of you listeners out there are interested in hobby job opportunities. I got uh, uh, extra listeners for that episode and extra questions that led to some other episodes, uh, some of which are in the uh, in this this group of twenty, and some uh, are in episodes to come. Uh, episode 143 and 144, and actually 145 and 46, they were all about the modern dinner conversations. Uh, 143 was interesting that I broke out the part that was talking about the Topps million card rip party. And again, ironically, there were no Topps people in the room. There were several people from Panini and they were, and you can listen to the episode, but they were not, uh, they were just, they were, um, observing with interest what Topps was doing, uh, Admittedly, in Panini's backyard here in uh, in Arlington, in the in the mid cities, in, in the Metroplex, one forty four A. I actually came back and did a quick episode when I got back from the rip party, just to give uh, a first hand approach. I like to do first hand things. I was there, a very interesting concept, uh, reasonably well executed. It was up in the press box. Again, you can list the ep- episode for more details. But it was it was um, you know I'm glad Tops is doing things. And like I said, Panini was. Uh, observing with interest of, of uh, what they might do for a response. And same thing with, uh, with Upper Deck. It's a competitive landscape for the card companies. And uh, when one of them has a good idea, uh, sometimes the others uh, respond. Uh, episode 140, 
six, the uh, podcast. I, I was looking around. I realized there were four podcasters in the room or, or throughout the uh, the two dinners, Jeff Wilson, Stefan Loeffler, Eric Norton, and myself. Uh, and again, those are three really outstanding uh, podcasters I've learned from and, and uh, subscribed to their uh, particular podcast. Each one has their own uh, niche. And then when I looked around the room for these two dinners, I'm seeing a bunch of interview guests, uh, past, present, and future, as well as uh, sponsors. Most of the sponsors were represented in the room. Uh, 147, one of the guys there, Jeff Wilson, who's done the uh, the very popular uh, Sports Card Investor podcast. Uh, this first episode that I did with him, 147, was his origin story, and he had some interesting stories. Uh, you might listen to it, and you might listen to his, his episodes as well. But that, this one was a focus on just Jeff and his uh, collecting and, and uh, business background, so I enjoyed that. Uh, 147, A, B, and C were the weekend episodes. That was the weekend before Valentine's Day, and you can guess where my mind was when I have this uh, amazing wife. Uh, but one of the questions that came in was about harmony with your wife, and this guy wanted to uh, buy some cards, but they were a little bit more expensive, and and uh, he thought, well, maybe I should uh, I should do a layaway, and uh, and and perhaps the undertone was how honest do I need to be uh, with my wife, and I obviously uh, don't just preach, but also practice that honesty is the best policy, and uh, lies of omission uh, can come back and bite you as well, so uh, you might as well tell the truth and tell it uh, tell it quickly, and hopefully uh, you can get your your wife or um, whichever uh, direction that's going. Uh, you know, an appreciation for, for what you're doing and why you love it. And it's one of the, it's a great hobby. It's way better than, than, uh, than some other things I could think of. Uh, 147B was uh, another, uh, interesting question from a, a collector who did not want to be named. Uh, but he's been an aggressive collector, done really well. He, he'd like to slow down. That's tricky. It's tricky to moderate. I went really, uh, aggressive and hard for a long time. And, uh, you know, when I sold the company, I could slow down. Uh, and I don't think I'm speeding up over the speed limit now, but I'm, I'm back, uh, engaged in a way that, uh, uh, is perhaps moderation. I'm not doing hour long episodes. I'm doing uh, 12 or 15 minute episodes. And it seems to be about right. 147C was Valentine's proportionality. Any gift proportionality, you know, uh, uh, when, when somebody, when you're, um, Again, I'm mostly male audience here, so forgive me for uh, women collectors. I'm, I'm glad there are women collectors uh, and dealers as well. But uh, if your wife were to get you a Valentine's, a card for Valentine's, you would be hoping it would be a uh, Zion Williamson or something or Mike Trout. Um, but it might be a Hallmark card. So my, my point was, if, if you're getting cards for yourself regularly that are hundreds of dollars or even thousands of dollars, somehow a $10 box of chocolates or a $5 Hallmark card, uh, seems when, when you got your wife a card and then you got yourself a card, a uh, card does not equal card <laughs> if it's sports card versus sentimental card. So, uh, be, uh, be, be aware of that. Uh, 148 was my origin story, uh, drawn out of, uh, Clay, uh, Luraski, we go way back and I had a good time with him. He's global VP of uh, product development at Tops. Great guy, uh, long history in the hobby and we've crossed paths many times. Uh, uh, great respect for Clay. 149, new friend, Jordan Hagedorn, very aggressive, uh, uh, collector of, uh, Brett Favre stuff. Had a lot of fun batting that around and he was at the dinners. He's an agent, an NFL agent and has an interesting background, a younger guy. Uh, but the, the young guys are, are coming on strong these days. 150 was the origin story of Joe Davis of Got Baseball Cards and he's a, a very respected dealer, uh, someone that I've, uh, you know, I've always heard good things about and to be able to sit down and, uh, and visit with him. Uh, was was a real treat, and uh, the only thing that gives me a tiny bit of heartburn is, you know, he's aggregating grading, 
And as you know, what's going on in the grading, a PSA has a huge backlog, uh, but BGS has a huge backlog too. And he's again, a very respected dealer. I don't respect him less, but I think he's doing a little more, uh, more business with PSA than BGS. And uh, I think, you know, where my loyalties are, but, um, you know, you know free world, it's not going to affect our friendship, but, uh, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's doing a great job. 151 was the review of the catalog for Huggins and Scott. Actually bid on four items. I won two. And in the middle of the bidding, I realized I was bidding on one lot that was hundreds of cards, one lot that was thousands of cards, and one lot that was tens of thousands of cards. And I really wanted the one with thousands of cards. I didn't want too many. I didn't want, I wanted something that'd be fun to go through. Well, I wound up winning the one that was hundreds of cards just with my opening bid. That is, that's a home run for me. No competition. Get it at the opening bid. That was terrific. And that doesn't happen very often. What happened in the middle of the auction that I can tell you now is that the, the lot for thousands of cards started getting up to where it was almost the same price as the one with tens of thousands of cards. So literally, I have one lot that's 10 times bigger than the other going for less than double the price. And so I kind of flipped at whatever it was, 1030 at night. I thought I'm getting bid up on this other and I'm getting no competition. It, it looks like that's getting played out. Maybe I go over there and I wound up winning. So now I've got too many cards, but I've got ways to, uh, to kindly dispose of them. 151B was the Valentine's aftermath. You might listen to that. It's, it's kind of the, the hints for any kind of gift giving or receiving in the hobby. Um, your, your wife, I mean, no, not only can you not read her mind, if it is a, a wife husband situation or boyfriend girlfriend, you know, the, the wife can't read the, you know, men can't read men's, men can't read women's minds any better than women can read men's wives. So uh, drop some hints if you want something. Uh, one, and my wife asked me, well, what, are you hinting for something? I said, no, I, 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 I know what I want and I'll get it. And, and, and thank you for the, for the kind thought. Uh, 151C was the box review, which I, I'd gotten a nice box, a hobby box. And I, I really enjoyed opening it. And I, it was so soon after I'd opened those jumbo boxes, I was able to kind of contrast that and, I actually preferred the jumbo. I thought it was, I just preferred the jumbo over, over, um, you know, as I said, 152 was the, uh, the origin story for Jeff Wilson's podcast. Again, doing a great job there. Uh, you should definitely not only listen to that episode, but listen to his podcast. 153 was my interview with Tim Getch. Get along great with him. We're both kind of data guys. And, uh, you know, he's in, uh, the CEO moccasins for his company and I can relate to that. Uh, but I've been a long time kind of, I don't know if say I'm a power user, but you know, I'm well enough aware of ComC that I can ask uh, about some things that hopefully he'll, uh, put into his uh, service so that I can enjoy it even more. Uh, 154 was a request from Eric Norton about Len Bias. He'd watched the 30 for 30. It was his idea. And I thought, let's, let's run with that. I, you know, Eric and I are uh, separated by enough age that we're going to sometimes look at things differently. And I thought that would be of interest. And, and, uh, people liked it. I, I've got a different historical perspective based on the age I was when that happened. And I have other context. And I, I thought we had a good back and forth. 155 was my back and forth with Rich Klein about show admission fees. Uh, usually in the industry, in this hobby, if something seems too good, too good a deal, it's, there's a red flag there. Well, that's not true of his show. His, his show admission is too good of a deal, but, um, he's, that's, that's kind of the guy he is. So, uh, it, it looks like it might, I might have talked him into going up next year, but this year it's a dollar. So again, not worth jumping on a plane to come, but, uh, if you're within a hundred miles, I've just said it's an awful lot of fun for, for a dollar. 156 was my conversation with John Newman, uh, sports card nation. Uh, that's not even doing full justice to John. He's, for, well, I don't know if he's the hardest working podcaster, but he's got, he's starting his fourth podcast. They're all, they're all, um, uh, active or all will be active as you listen to this. 
And the thing that's very impressive, because he's very easy to talk to, he was a good guy, really enjoyed uh, our, our discussion. But what speaks especially well of him is how collaborative he is, collaborative he is with his podcast. He's got several, po- to, uh, let's see, Sports Card Nation is his podcast, but he's, and he's got another new one, a shorter form one, but the other two are in conjunction with other podcasters. So anybody that cooperates and plays, uh, you know, is uh, cooperative rather than competitive, that's a good thing. 156A, uh, the listener question from Jacob Noble, the uh, criminal defense attorney, um, took me back to my uh, expert witnessing days, uh, big autograph collector. You might, uh, apparently there's a glitch when that was uh, posted. And so it's not showing very, I mean, the, the service told me that, you know, just it, it just either wasn't there, or wasn't being recorded. Uh, but hopefully that's fixed now. If you didn't listen to it, go back. 91, 92, Upper Deck Basketball, which was 156B. Uh, again, I, I'm surprised doing these episodes to talk about a set from almost 30 years ago have been uh, surprisingly uh, uh a lot of listeners because they're curious about it. So giving a historical perspective and drawing uh, implications for, for current sets, uh, that was fun for me. And it was just a short episode in response to a listener's favorite set. Uh, 157, I called it the must interview. These were the musts that uh, Jeff Wilson had and a little tongue in cheek. We we're going back and forth on his list of 20 things new, uh, new card investors should, should do or should know. And I thought, um, he very on point for, for most of those things. I wasn't willing to say they're musts, but when I think about the audience he's trying to appeal to, uh, he's, he's doing an awful lot right. So again, recommended to get his original so that you can see what I was, uh, pulling back from the must on. And 158, finally, the, uh, advanced Com C selling with uh, Tim Getch from, uh, then and now kind of walking through what's happened with Com C, what might be happening in the future and, um, you know, just some things I'd like to see. So I had, uh, it's, I had more than one. Uh, okay. So who was shortchanged of sponsors in this, uh, group? Uh, Tops got plenty of coverage. Panini got coverage in the dinners. Uh, Upper Deck, uh, got at least that set. Uh, uh, Fruitman was on the, uh, was interviewed. Burbank, mm, I think, I think Rob was shortchanged. Beckett Media got plenty of, uh, play in the, uh, and Com C got, got plenty as well. So Heritage Auctions, maybe not so much this time. So Burbank and Heritage, I owe you. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another episode and I will make it right. Thanks.